Hey there, today's episode is brought to you by the Surviving Life Coaching Program. This is my one-on-one opportunity for you to create a life you love, a life with healthy new habits and finding your new normal. This is gonna offer you accountability and goal setting each week, encouragement, support, and brainstorming so you can live the life that you deserve to live. If you are interested in learning more about this six-week one-on-one opportunity to work with me, then please go to info at hollyboyce.com and put in the subject line, Surviving Life Coaching. Hopefully we'll talk soon. Welcome to the Surviving Life Podcast, where everyday people share their stories of inspiration and hope through their challenges. This will be a reminder to you that there is always hope when you feel hopeless. There's always light when you feel surrounded by dark. And there is always a way to live in your life instead of exist in it. We are all survivors of this life. And this podcast is meant to inspire you to go out and live your best life. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Surviving Life. Today is Walk-In Wednesday. This is the day of the week where I sit in my walk-in closet because the sound and acoustics are a little bit better and hide from the world and my family and kind of talk about what's been going on during the week. So if you've been following me for the last few Walk-In Wednesdays, you'll know that I've been on this quest for joy. And my quest for joy started about two weeks ago now, and it was truly me trying to kind of take back my life. I was really feeling like the negative emotions of what was going on in the world around me were really starting to kind of take over my life. And that's so not like me. And I definitely am a human. And just like you, I have times where I'm not very happy, but I just felt like I was having more negative moments than positive moments. And I realized that it was time to make a change and it was time to do something different. So I decided to go on this quest for joy. And every single day when I wake up, I write in my journal, I read whatever book I'm reading for the day. And I just kind of start my day with that. And of course, a cup of coffee. And I start my day with that because I want to take a moment after those things are finished to find one thing in my day that's going to be joyful. And when I focused on the one joyful thing per day, I started to realize that's where my attention was shifted and that's where my attention was going to find more joy, to find more things I was grateful for, to find more simple moments, not big moments, simple moments, making cookies with my son, you know, hiking a mountain with my daughter. Well, I wouldn't really call it a mountain. It's more like a really tall hill, but just getting with my kids more, uh, being more intentional with my friendships, doing things that I love to do that I've always put on the back burner because something else has always taken precedence. And so when I shifted my focus to joy, instead of what I had to do, it was something that I wanted to do, had to be done first. Everything else came after that. I really started to see a shift in my world and my attitude changed. My view of the world changed. And I am so 
grateful for that shift. It's kind of crazy how you can change your entire mindset just by what you focus on. And so I want to encourage you today, if you are feeling like your world is out of whack and you are feeling overwhelmed with, you know, just all the things that are going on in the world right now, then maybe you should try every single day focusing on one thing that is real and right in front of you. And when you do that, you realize that's really all that matters. The other stuff, it matters in a way, but the things that are right in front of you right now, you're missing them because you're focusing on so many other things. So as part of this quest for joy, I purchased something for myself because when you care about yourself, you buy yourself things, right? (laughs) I bought some empowering question cards. I actually originally bought them because I thought it would be nice to ask each of the guests one of these questions at the end of their interview and just kind of do a random question grab. What I thought I would do for today's episode is pick a couple of these questions and I will answer them for you. And I want you to really think about them. They're really thought provoking type questions and they're, they're kind of a little bit fun. So I'm going to start with, I'll just pick one here. Okay. What is the most courageous thing I've done and how did it make me feel? Oh boy. Okay, so I'm answering these on the fly, just so you know. I'm not going back and editing these. I'm just going to answer them straight off. So the most courageous thing I think I've done physically would be to jump off of the, um, in Las Vegas, the stratosphere. So I went to Las Vegas and my son's friend wanted to jump off the stratosphere. I had always wanted to do it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to sign up and do it. And I almost talked myself out of it. I don't even know how many times, honestly, right up until I was going up the elevator, I was trying to get out of it. And I, when you go up there, you go up to the top of the stratosphere. I think it's about 800 feet. I don't know, give or take. And you go up there and my son's friend and I were standing up there and he originally said he wanted to go first. And then he's like, no, I want you to go first. I'm like, oh crap. So I go in this little room and they close the door and I get triple and quadruple. And I think checked even five different times to make sure all of my harnesses were tightened and nobody made any mistakes. And because you're going to jump off a freaking building, you guys. And so then they get me all strapped up. They do all the extra checks and then they're like, okay, so you're going to go out here. I'm going to open this little door. You're going to go out here and you're going to hold on to the sides and I'm going to count down from three, two to one, and you're going to jump. And it's going to be great. And I was like, wait, what? I have to jump? I thought this was just kind of a like, I don't know. I don't know what I thought it was going to be. And so I was like, oh crap. Okay. So I get out there and she had seen the tattoo on my hand. That's uh, a cancer ribbon. So we kind of talked about that as they were checking my gear. And I, I stand there and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is literally insanity. I'm looking down, which you're not supposed to do, but I looked down and everything looked so tiny. And it felt like I was so ridiculously high. And then I looked down and I'm like, Oh my gosh. And she's like, okay, three, two, one. And I literally just stood there. I couldn't do it. I was like, I cannot, I'm fighting with my brain now. Cause my brain is saying, what are you doing? You cannot jump off a building. Are you nuts? And my brain is trying to protect me. And I'm like, no, I'm going to do this. And then we were having a little bit of an argument, uh, in my brain as I was getting ready to do this. So I stood there and I was like, uh, I don't know if I can do this. And she goes, 
Holly, you have survived cancer. You just told me about that. I think you can jump off of this. It's totally going to be amazing. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so crazy. Okay, fine. So she says, three, two, one, and I literally step off the side of a building. And of course, I'm harnessed to all these things. And it's like a free fall, which is the weirdest feeling I've ever felt in my life. It's not really like when you're on a roller coaster and you lose your stomach. It's very, it's just very different. I can't even explain it. I don't have anything to compare to. So I jump off this building. It was so fun. And I literally walked around the rest of the day with my shoulders high. And I wished I had a shirt that said, I just jumped off the stratosphere because I thought I was pretty freaking amazing. And it was one of those moments for me that I felt like I controlled my mind and I I decided what I was going to do. And so for me, what that felt like was just kind of powerful. And I felt confident and I felt like I literally could do anything. And it wasn't the act of jumping off the side of a building. It was just the fact that I did something really scary and I did it anyway. And so I think with this courage is, is a funny thing. Like I think with courage, it's really, truly, you gain confidence when you do something scary, when you do something uncomfortable. And that's why I push my, my clients to do uncomfortable, scary things. That's why I I pay people to make me do those things because that's how we're, that's living. Like that's living life. You guys, I'm not existing. I can guarantee you. I've had times in my life where I was more existing, but I can guarantee you that I am living every second of this life that I'm blessed to live. And I will never, ever be able to say that I was just existing. I I am constantly trying to push myself out of my comfort zone. Sometimes I do it. Sometimes I don't. And I try again another time, but it is, it is living life when you get uncomfortable because you're growing. I grew that day that I jumped off the side of the building. I gained confidence and I showed myself that anything is possible. Now, that was kind of a calculated risk, I guess, in a sense, because people jump off the stratosphere every single day. But for me personally, even knowing that people jump off that that side of that building and they're totally fine and it's definitely a rush, but it's not like a danger necessarily, it still gave me confidence. It still made me realize that I can do scary things. When I had chemo, I didn't want to do chemo, but I can do it. And I did something that I didn't think I could do. So I gained confidence and I got courage and I got stronger and I got braver and I want to do bigger things as a result of that. And so I don't think that you need to jump off the side of a building to do that, but you can gain courage by just getting out of your comfort zone even a little bit. Um, maybe it's like a lot of times people are afraid to speak in public. That's a really big, um, thing that people are afraid of. So setting up an opportunity that you have to do that or whatever it is that scares you, setting up a small opportunity where you have to start to overcome some of those fears that you have. And when you do that and you get these little tiny wins, or maybe you get a big gigantic win and you do something that you didn't think was possible, it is confidence building. So courage and confidence for me, they kind of go hand in hand. When, when you do something courageous, you get confident. And when we get confident, we start living life to its fullest and we start doing things out of the box and out of the comfort zone and we live life. And that's why we're here. We're not here to exist. You're not a robot. 
You don't need to walk around in your life, you know, like a little robot doing everything that you don't want to do and just keep doing it. No, you don't want to do that. You want to live this life. You want to see all the things you can possibly see. You only get to be here one time, one time. And you don't even, I don't think we realize how fragile this life really is. Like you get to be on this planet one time and you don't know how long it's going to be. It could be a very short period of time, or it could be a really, really long time. You have no idea. You are literally waking up every day and maybe this will be your last day. Maybe it won't. And, and I'm not saying that to be morbid. I mean, I feel like I talk about this stuff very candidly because I I've thought about this stuff a lot in the last 10 years. I mean, you can't have cancer and not think about your own dying. And I I don't mean that like I, I want to die. I mean that as in that is in my face all the time. I, even though I don't have cancer right now for the last 10 years, I, I could not even tell you how many times I've thought my cancer was going to come back and take my life. Now I have to choose to kind of keep a little bit more control over that and go, okay, um, I'm not going to focus solely on that. I'm going to focus on living life instead of the day that I'm not going to live life anymore. So if I can keep all my focus on living and doing all the things that I want to do while I'm here on this planet, then I'm not focusing on the day that I'm going to leave. I, why would I want to focus on that day? I don't even care when that day is. When that day, that day comes, it's not up to me. It's not up to you. When that day comes, I know 100% that I have done everything that I've wanted to do. And I have led with love and joy and, and really truly have lived life. Now I might not have done all the things that I want to do. Now, if anybody would like to sponsor some really amazing travel trips, whenever COVID is over, then we can certainly add those to my, my list of things. But I think that really, other than that, I, I am Thankful. Every day that I get to be here is a new opportunity to find something else to do, to live, to, to enjoy and be thankful for this time here. That's, that's living you guys. And when we have the courage to do something scary, we're living. And I, I love this question. I, I think this is a really cool question. So maybe I, maybe you take a minute and think about what is the most courageous thing you've done? How did it make you feel? Did you get that little bit of confidence like I'm talking about? Did you feel like you stood a little bit taller that day? I mean, you could argue that one of the most courageous things I've done is go through cancer treatment. And I don't look at that as courageous at all <laughs> because I had no option. If I could have had a choice to have cancer treatment or no cancer treatment, oh, by golly, I would have picked no cancer treatment. Trust me. Um, I didn't have an option and, and many people, um, don't like it when you say that cancer people, uh, cancer patients are courageous and I, I don't care about that. Um, I'm just saying, I, I don't think I was necessarily courageous that I made it through cancer because I didn't have a choice. It was not an option or I would have taken the option of no. However, I gained courage from cancer treatment. So I may not have chose that route and I may not have, um, wanted that, that particular courage, but I definitely gained this confidence from doing something hard and doing something scary. 
And when I finished cancer treatment and rang that bell, I walked around with my shoulders up like everybody should freaking know how amazing I am right now. And that's how you feel when you do something scary and you do it and you're like, oh my gosh, everybody needs to know this right now. That's how I feel anyway. Maybe you don't, but um, courage is funny like that. And I don't think a lot of times people necessarily run to opportunities for courage um, because sometimes they're really scary. I, I just feel like we can use the opportunities that we did something scary um, as opportunities to gain a little bit of courage and a little bit of confidence. Okay, I'm going to answer one more of these little questions, the empowering questions. And I want you to think about this one as well. What was I intended to do in this life? Ooh, nice one. I don't know. (laughs) What was I intended to do in this life? Get up every day, be thankful and see where the good Lord leads me. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. There's different times in my life where I could speak to this. I mean, if you would have asked me 20 plus years ago when I graduated college with my degree and I was ready to go into the workforce and the career path that I had chosen of, you know, family services, I probably would have said I was intended to help all youth and family um, that are high risk to create these new healthy lifestyles and habits and help them do anything that they need, right? To have a great life. Like, I I really, that's what I would have said all those years ago. And then I did that for a while and then I had cancer and then I decided I needed to do something else. And I thought I am going to bring everybody all the health and wellness things that I can possibly imagine so they can live on this planet as long as possible. And I did, (laughs) I did do that. Like I did do the fitness and I did do the health. And now I'm sitting here like, you know, I am going to reach as many people through the airways as I possibly can. And I'm going to show them that there is hope. They are not alone and that anything is possible. You can take more from your struggle than it takes from you. And so every time I've had a major shift in my life, my thing that I was supposed to do in this life has kind of changed and shifted. And if I would have got stuck in the fact that I had to do something that I decided to do 25 years ago, then I never would have kind of grown and evolved. I would have just stayed with maybe a job for the last 25 or 30 years. And and maybe it would have been great, but I have just adapted and evolved with all the things that have happened in my life. I mean, I've had major milestones that have turn my world upside down. So it's not like I just didn't want to do it anymore. You know, I was, I was going to work every day and and then I was like, nah, I don't think I'm going to do this anymore. It's kind of boring. It wasn't like that. Like I literally had major times in my life where my entire world was flipped upside down, where everything was different and nothing made sense anymore. And then I was a different changed person when I went through this, this crazy obstacle. And then it just didn't fit to do those things anymore. And instead of me forcing myself back down the same path, I realized that in life, I think we can have many paths. We really are allowed to kind of shift and change. Our destination hasn't changed. If, if I'm going from here in Washington, where I live down to Florida, there's probably thousands of ways to get there. Now there's probably a really fast way and there's probably an easier way. 
and there's probably a pretty scenic way. And then there's probably a holy crap, I got lost way. There's so many different ways that we can get there. And if we look at my life as the beginning of my life is Washington and the end of my life is Florida, I mean, I just want to see everything that I can see and stop and help as many people along that journey and that path as possible. And I know the direction I'm going and I know the things that I am good at and I know the things that I'm not good at. And I constantly want to change and evolve to be the best version of myself so I can get to that destination, but I can help as many people along the way as I possibly can. And the way I help people has just changed over the years and it changes with, you know, the, the world changing. It changes with, you know, social media changing. It changes with COVID. It changes with illness. It changes with children and no children. It changes with my children's ages. Life changes all the time. And we're so hell bent on stopping change from happening. And we can't really do that if we want to grow from all those experiences. I mean, that road trip is going to be the greatest road trip of your life. Why not look at every single possible option? As long as you're headed the right direction and you're not going backward. Well, sometimes you got to go backwards, I guess, but that's kind of the way I look at it. So I want you to think about now, what were you intended to do in this life? I mean, it could be so many different things and it could be different than it was 10 years ago. For sure. For sure. Could be different. But I think when it comes to what are you intended to do in this life, we really just need to think about that in terms of how can you help as many people as possible? All right, guys, those questions were super fun. I definitely will bring back some of these questions and some of the new people that are coming on the show will be answering a question at the end. So these are just kind of fun, thought-provoking questions that I'm really glad I got this little deck of cards. What a fun little gift to myself. So if you need a way to show yourself some love today, grab a gift for yourself. And maybe it's empowering questions. Maybe it's some new workout gear. Maybe it is a new hairdo. I don't know. But do something to show yourself how much you love yourself. Um, because too many times we are so mean to ourselves and so critical and you need to remind yourself that you're an amazing human being worthy of so much love and so much future ahead. And I want you to know that you are enough, you are worthy and you are amazing. That's another episode of walk-in Wednesday. And until next week, I will see you later. If you'd like to learn more about what we're doing over at Holly Boyce Fitness, please visit the website www.hollyboyce.com and you can sign up for a free weekly newsletter with fitness, food, and fun and mindset tips every single week right to your email inbox. And guess what? Because you would be a part of the VIP squad, you will have first access at all amazing new programs and new things that I'm doing. I would love to have you join me on any social media site. And again, I'll see you next time.